So here we are once again, that is right, welcome back. It is me, Brian Lacey, back with the Wocast with a very exciting episode for you to enjoy. Exciting for a number of reasons. Exciting because I've got two exciting guests. Um, I've got Kane Musa and Mark Diakese. Uh, Ten days out from one of the most hotly anticipated domestic matchups uh, I can think of in a very long time. Bama 25 at the Barclay Card Arena on the May the 14th. Uh, I've got them both on the podcast. I wish I could have had them both on at the same time, uh, but it wasn't going to happen. So I uh, I was just chuffed to bits to get the both interviews done this week, um, and they do not disappoint. They've both got some wonderful thoughts on each other, preparation, and uh, and their thoughts on the fight. Do not miss it. I mean this this card also don't miss that if you are in Birmingham or anywhere near even if you're 3,000 miles within reach of Birmingham get there on May 14th this card when I stared at it when they were unveiling it over the last uh, six seven months I thought there's no way there's absolutely no way that this card will remain intact those key fights headlined by Shea Walsh versus uh, Tom Dukenois uh, Stapleton versus Lapalus on there Godbeer uh, versus Austin just an unbelievable card and it's intact so far those key fights are anyway so touch wood touch wood tie something in or not whatever you do for luck just do that right now because uh, uh, so excited to be going to that fight card May 14th at the Barclay Card Arena um, what else have I got to tell you oh my exciting news my exciting news two bits of exciting news for you uh, on this exciting podcast and I think I've said the word exciting far too much uh, I've built it up too much now uh, but my first bit of news is I shall be co-commentator um, out in Georgia for um, ACB 35. That's right. This fourth biggest MMA promotion in the world. I'm co-commentating alongside Luke Barnett on what looks to be an unbelievable card. If you haven't checked out the ACB League before, uh, have a little look. Go on YouTube. There's plenty of stuff out there. Uh, we will be commentating on their first trip to Georgia. A really big card. Two title fights. A welterweight one. A light heavyweight one. Uh, big names uh, in the, from that part of the world um, all the way through it. Names, when I say big names, quite literally big names as well. I'm going to have to be working on my pronunciation uh, <laughs> over the next few days to make sure I don't slip up. Um, but some really good fights and uh, I'm just over them. I'm chuffed to bits to be going out there uh, and to get the opportunity to uh, uh, to, to talk some more fight uh, waffle in your ears. Uh, so I'll be hoping some of the Wocast listeners will be listening, watching. Um, it'll be on YouTube at a reasonable time. MMA at a reasonable time. Can you imagine that? Um, I think it's about 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon it kicks off on the Friday. Uh, we're ahead out there so uh, be sure to tune in, check it out and any comments, feedback, all that sort of stuff always appreciated so uh, uh check out the acb league acb 35 i shall be there in georgia flying out tomorrow well flying out today if it's wednesday i'm recording this on a tuesday let's break that illusion uh, so i'll be flying out i'll be in the air probably when some of you are listening to this um so any messages any uh tweets any follows any tuning in will be greatly appreciated uh over the moon chuffed to bits to be going out there so that's bit of news number one. Bit of news number two. Um, I am officially a sponsored athlete. Can you? <laughs> the fact I even said I'm an athlete is ridiculous. Um, I'm doing the Wimp to Warrior uh, journey at the minute. Wimp to Warrior UK season one. Uh, we are about six, seven weeks out from the fight. Um, Paul uh, from Heavy Duty Fight Management has very kindly uh, hooked me up. I talked to him a little bit about my fight, a little bit about what I was struggling with uh, weight-wise, nutrition-wise, and he hooked me up uh, with a gentleman called uh, Darren Dean. DD, as he's known from Physiques101 on Twitter, at Physiques101, uh, based, based out of Cheetah's Gym down in Brighton, um, and I got to go and meet this wonderful man. He did an ultrasound on me last week, uh, and I've got to be honest, I've got to be honest, I was quite impressed the ultrasound the purpose of it was to find out my muscle mass my fat percentage um, and uh, sort of where I am fitness wise and if there are any issues that we have to be aware of so quite a nifty bit of kit I went in there it's quite literally like 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 a pregnancy thing so they put it over various parts of your body uh, lots of cold gel me and my pants he was a lucky man to see that I could see his eyes light up when he watched this athlete walk through his doors um, but he did that did a little body test on me I am 12% body fat, 
or I was when we started this, um, and 77 kilograms. That was last week. Uh, he's put me on a diet. He's hooked me up with a company called Time for Nutrition with some supplements, some protein, uh, some recovery drinks, which are delicious as well. I've been doing this Wimp to Warrior thing, and I've been buying um, other sort of supplements and protein shakes, and it's, I'm not just saying this because they're giving it me for free, although that does help, um, but he, he very smugly put out the protein shakes, four glasses, for me to taste the different flavors raspberry ripple uh, toffee uh, double chocolate and uh, and coconut and oh my goodness they are delicious i've been i've been struggling with protein drinks they're very powdery taste very fake but i've got to tell you the double chocolate mousse oh my goodness what a uh, what an eye opener that is into what supplements can be um, and so he's put me on a uh, he guided me talked to me he looked at my body fat 20 12 percent um i went up then 12 percent body fat 77 kilograms he put me on a diet which i've been following uh, for a, a week just a week and i am now down to 75 kilograms so we're aiming for about 71 that should be my fight weight, lightweight. Um, if we keep going at this speed, I could get even further down than that. That's a scary thought. Uh, but just within a week, he's, he's guided me through exactly what I need to be doing. And the fact of the matter is, like, I was struggling with food beforehand. I was, uh, uh, I was sort of eating in the morning, eating a, a big meal at the end of the day, but just unaware of exactly what to do. I absolutely love this Wimp to Warrior journey. This has been uh, life-changing in many, many ways. But the thing I've struggled with most and uh, haven't had a lot of guidance on is the nutrition side. Um, and he stepped in and uh, changed the game. Like I'm not starving myself. I am stuffed. I'm eating seven meals a day. Seven meals a day uh, going in my gut. And I have lost two kilograms uh, over that. So I'm excited to see what happens next. He reckons he can actually get me uh, down to fight weight without having to do any uh, water loading or dehydration. Uh, and if we keep going at this speed, uh, then I'm very excited to see how that happens. I'm going to get him on the podcast as well. Um, he's keeping an eye on me. He's he's in charge. I'll tell you that now. Uh, he doesn't take any prisoners. He's worked with athletes all over the world. John Hathaway is one of his UFC fighters. Uh, Laura Howarth, who's got a, a, a finally got a fight announced, announced for Invicta. He's worked with Derek Chisora, Alex Reed, um, amongst others. Um, so chuffed to bits to be working with him at Physics 101. So check them out. Give them some love and a follow and also time for nutrition that is the number for time for nutrition check them out um unbelievable range of supplements and to say that i am getting roughly about three four hours sleep a day because of the gigging at night and getting up at 4 30 in the morning to feel this good uh, a train to have the energy because that was the other thing my energy would be up and down uh for the sessions it just it, uh, like it's, it's changed the game he's, he's genuinely my secret weapon like I, I didn't think like I pushed through some sessions I've been tired I felt weak um, but just having confidence doing the prep getting my meals ready uh, and to see where we are now and the thought of getting down to 71 was quite scary when I got asked by one of the coaches if I could make that weight but now now I have my secret weapon it is all going to be okay. So uh, uh, we'll get Darren on the podcast next week. He can let you know exactly what his plan is with me, uh, what he's going to do to this body. I reckon he'll have me in bodybuilding contests before the end of the year. I, like, I, genuinely, there's a little look in his eye, a little glint in his eye when I walked through and I, t I took my shirt off. Although I will say this, we do the ultrasound and it tells you what parts of your body have got what percentage fat. Um, uh, I'm doing all right up top. My arms are good. My triceps are good. Uh, chest, a little bit flabby, a little bit of moobs, a little bit of moobs. But one thing I wasn't expecting is a fat leg. I've got a fat leg. My right leg is fat, officially fat. So I don't know how that's happened. I mean, that is my accelerator leg on the car as well. That is the one that is doing a lot of work. So I, uh, oh, excuse me. There we go. Drop that pad. Never mind. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I couldn't expect that. Fat leg. Who'd have thought it? But anyway, that's enough about that. We'll have Darren on the podcast uh, next time. So check them out at Physiques 101 um, and Time for Nutrition. Brilliant companies and chuffed the bits that they're helping me out in this stage of uh, Winter Warrior. So I've waffled on for long enough. I did tell you I was excited um, and you can see why now. Two big bits of news there, but I've got two huge guests uh, on the podcast now. So let's get cracking. The first one. Yeah, is, is somebody who's uh, uh, made a name for himself and uh, is looking to take that belt 
next week uh, in 10 days time off the bone crusher himself uh, so let's welcome to the podcast the one and only kane musa so here i am once again it's the wocast me brian lacy and joined by kane musa fresh out of the gym mate how are you i'm fine now how are you I'm all right. I've got to apologise for my tech issues. What you don't need is some fat, chubby comedian keeping you waiting when you're uh, uh, 12 days out from a big fight. I'm sorry about that. Don't worry. Apology accepted, mate. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> uh, well, before we get started on the fight, first question, the most important question of all. How's Uncle Tony? He's all right at the moment. You know, and his, um, Tony's been going through a little bit of a, a bit of a patch with, his, with a little bit of a bit of a sore foot but he's good man besides that he's here he's in my corner he's in my head he's in my mind man he's with me fantastic uh, the whole Twitter world went a bit panicky when uh, Brendan put up a little tweet from uh, from Thailand about Uncle Tony we all panicked that something was that was going on and uh, uh, great to hear that he's still still alive maybe not kicking if he's got problems with his feet but uh, uh, still going strong my friend yeah he's still going strong um, I've just been sat around there for my you know, I every, every fight camp we have, we get when we get closer to the fight, we go around and we we sit and we 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 just conversate, we have fun, we have laughs, and we have jokes, and we just break down each opponent that we've got and just you know just get a little bit of visualization going on. So yeah, I've just been sat around with him just as we speak, and um, I'm actually now just in bed about to get some rest before my next session, but we're good to go in terms of conversation, and yeah. <laughs> I could. I'll tell you what. At the end of this, I could sing a lullaby if you want, mate. Get you gently off to sleep. Would that be? Uh, just as long as it's got a guarantee of getting me to sleep. Then I've got no. <laughs> my yeah. singing probably. My singing could wake the dead. To be honest, mate. So I don't know if I should uh, uh, help you drift off. So it's wonderful. I'm in bed with Kay Musa. A sentence I never thought I'd say, but um, it's a pleasure to be here with you, mate. How does it feel? <laughs> as a look let's not mess about let's get on with it may 14th we're 12 days away from what is one of the most hotly anticipated domestic matchups uh for a very long time uh, you versus mark Casey for the lonsdale lightweight belt um how are you feeling mate 12 days out are you excited that finally after all this talk all the twitter all the stuff you are in within reach of getting in the cage and and, and settling this the way you want to settle it yeah, it feels great, you know. Like I said, we're we're within reach of that belt. That's the main issue. That's the main um, that's the main thing. We reached the belt, you know. It's been a long time away in me and Mark. Uh, it's been a fight that everybody's wanted to see. It's been a fight that both of us have wanted. Um, you know, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling I'm feeling good, man. This is you know everyone says it, and I'm all, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change the wheel. It's been a tough camp. It's been you know it's been different. It's been a lot more intense than usual. We've had to step up in terms of different aspects which which we've um felt like we were lacking in the last fight so um there's a few tweaks here and there that's been made which has made the camp a lot tougher than any other camp that I've had. Um but going into this fight I feel good man. I feel I feel ready, I feel fit, I feel strong. And main most of all I feel like I feel sharp and my mind's in the best place it can be. Um, I can tell it was a good camp, my friend, because uh, uh, one of your main training partners must have legged it out to Thailand. Brendan Lotnane decided that he had enough of sparring with you for this one and and, uh, and pissed off to the sun. What happened there, mate? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you know, to be honest with you, um, Brendan, I really love and respect the guy. The guy, for the first, you know, for the last, the first and leading up all the way through, he's been there side by side with me for this camp. He was training twice a day, uh, even three times a day with me, like he had a fight with no fight booked. Um, and he was training really intensely and he was putting himself through a lot. Um, and it was just a decision from from within our camp that it was time for him to go and have a little bit of a rest and chill out and enjoy his life because obviously, no doubt, sometime soon he'll have his own fight booked. And there was no, no point in, you know, attending every training session to support me and being there as a sparring partner and someone to grapple with and someone to be, you know, just a supporting mechanism. We need him to have his little bit of time and freedom. So, yeah, we sent him off to Thailand and he's out, but he'll be back tomorrow. He'll be back tomorrow and he'll, um, he'll finish off the camp with me. We'll start getting, you know, finish off of our spars and he'll start putting me through my paces. Obviously, sparring's not heavy now. It's just more technical, but, you know, who better, who better of a technician than Brendan Lotnane to help you sharpen up and get ready for your title fights. 
Uh, not only am I excited that he's coming to help you train, mate, but I'm just excited that he's not going to be on Facebook and Instagram showing me the paradise that he's absolutely loving out there, doing yoga on the beach and uh, in front yeah. of temples while uh, I'm putting up with some pretty shit weather in Feltham. So um, I'm glad he's coming back to uh, to the UK, my friend. Yeah, so am I, to be fair with you. It's like, <laughs> you know, he deserves all that, all that sunshine and weather when we're here, just grinding out. Um, no, it's good, man. It's you know, it was a decision. I was, we were, we were contemplating taking me over there as well. But to be fair with you, the camp's gone so well, and the routine we've built over in England, um, it didn't make any sense for us to go over there. Uh, we've got high level. I've been, you know, I've been sparring with high level pro boxers. I've been wrestling with Iranian nationals. You know, I've been sparring with world champion Thai boxers. So. Um, you know, it is what it is. There was no reason for me to actually go over there. So, yeah, I stayed over there and he went. But, you know, the the show must go on. So when Brendan's been gone, we've put the work in so we'll be able to see how much training's actually done when we get back because me and him will be going out <laughs> and we'll see what the gas tank's like for him because at the moment there's not a lot of people that can um, last in there with me. Yeah, well, we'll see if those cocktails on the beach have paid their toll, mate. He will, he will pay for that extra pina colada if he has to do some sparring with you before this. Definitely going to have to pay for them. <laughs> uh, you talk about some people you've trained with. You put a great Instagram post of uh, uh, of a, a, a someone who's been in with Brendan, uh, not Brendan, um, in with Mark already. Uh, you were, went over to Jack McGann and trained with him. Um, he had some sparring with him. When, how did that come about? Oh, no, um, Jack's been coming over to All Powers, um inspiring with us um, we've been sparring often we've done we've done a good few sessions now sparring me and Jack um, we've got some video footage of it we've been sparring hard uh, it went it went well I've known Jack since he was since he was 15 years of age don't forget I was an original Wolfie lad um, Jack Jack's obviously Anthony's son and Anthony was one of the owners of the gym uh, and obviously Jack used to come in I, I remember Jack when he was younger so it's only right now obviously uh, you know that like he comes and works with me with this. He's like he's part of the family, Anthony and Jack. They're part of the family, so we've been in, we've been putting in some grueling rounds in the cage. We've been going putting me through the paces. You know, fresh man in and out. I'm just staying in, putting you know, fighting to the end, not just fighting, dominating to the end as well. So it's been good. I've been getting some stiff, some stiff shots off Jack, but you know that's exactly what we need and that's exactly what we like. Um, and you know, Jack's an opponent that Mark was. To be honest with you, afraid to stand with, uh, you know. So and yeah, he did win, but you know we hugged on to him for the for the for the for the majority of the fight, and that's not something he's going to be able to do with me. So it's good to go, man. Uh, it's a great picture as well because you look pretty fresh, Jack looks pretty fresh, and Brendan is as red as a peach. <laughs> oh, Mister Mister Redface, yeah. That's why you know what, Mister I'll let you know. The reason he went to Thailand so he could get a tan. <laughs> he doesn't look red Mr. Tomato face. <laughs> I'm glad you said that he'll and not me, my friend. DJ, he'll kill you. I'm going into hiding, mate. I might have to take up a little job in Thailand uh, uh, to get away from that. Yeah. Um, so look, let's go. Let's go back because this 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 fight is. I mean, Mike Morgan from from World TV put out a little poll. Uh, which fight are people most looking forward to? And uh, your one is right up there. It's ahead of the the, the title, the world title fight with Stapleton yeah. and Annapolis. Um, it's uh, people are so excited about this, and and the, the journey this has been on from you being due to fight, not able to fight, yeah. uh, you chasing him on Twitter, um, yeah. him not responding, now getting the fight finally signed. Uh, and like you said, there's been some stuff said on Twitter uh, back in February. He was talking about um, you you wouldn't be a good um, ambassador, you wouldn't be a good champion, you wouldn't know what it took yeah. uh, to be a champion, your image isn't good enough to be a champion. Yeah. Um, what what a journey this has been and uh, you, you've sort of backed off the, the, the tweets and the Twitter, has that been something somebody told you to do so you could concentrate on the camp or something you consciously thought, I'm, I'm not playing with this anymore, I'm, I'm, I'm getting serious and I'm going to do my work in the gym? You, you, you've hit the nail on the LTC. For me, you know, I'm all about business to be fair with you and you know, the title something I really wanted. I had to do what I had to do to get the title fight. As soon as I got the fight, it's, I've got it. I don't need to talk anymore. We'll talk with him in the cage. For me, it's it's serious time now. The jokes are over. You know, we've got 12 days. There's no messing about. There's no bits of banter. There's no being friends. We're going to go in there and we're going to see who's really got what it takes. 
And like I said, I, re I respect Mark. This is the thing what people don't understand. I respect my opponent that I'm getting in the cage with. Do I think I can beat him? Of course I think I can beat him. Otherwise, I wouldn't have chased the fight. So, you know, it's just about focus. It's been about focus and not playing games because that's what part of my part of my thought process is. I had to get the fight. I had to say what I had to say to get the fight. I've got the fight. I don't need to talk anymore. The fight will sell itself. People already know that we don't like each other. People already know that there's animosity. People already know that there's bad blood in it. So what, what talking is need, needed to be done, the talking will be done on May 14th when me and Mark face in the cage. So for me, everything else is irrelevant. There's 12 days. What, what are we talking for? Uh, it's it almost feels like uh, the the people around it, like the media and the press, and even even Bama have uh, have pushed the personal side to this more than it really exists. I think and, and there's obviously bad blood. There's obviously something there, but that angle, everyone everybody talks about it being personal. But I've I've listened to a few interviews with you, and you've always said that sentence. I respect Mark, and we'll shake hands afterwards. But it, yeah. it's business. Um, yeah, yeah, when I say bad blood in the sense of, I don't mean bad blood in the sense of, I hate the man. I've got, yeah. no, I've got no feelings towards him as a person in that respect. I respect him as a fighter. I just, I'm more focused on winning this fight. I'm so hungry to be the champion. I'm so hungry to win this fight that nothing else is irrelevant. Anything else is, anything else is irrelevant. Nothing else matters to me. All that matters is that I go in there and win. That's all I'm bothered about. There's no, Mark said this about me, so I'm feeling this way. Mark said this about me, so I'm, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about what Mark said about me. I don't care what Mark says. He can say whatever he wants. All that matters is when that door closes and I zone in on his face and I zone in on him and him as a target. That's all that matters that I take that target out. And when that job's done, then... If he wants to shake hands, we can shake hands. If he doesn't, then I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Uh, one of the things he has said is, is the, the, this was prior to um, the fight being signed, that he didn't think the, the last performance in your Miles Price fight um, oh. made you worthy of that. But this, did, did you think the fact that Miles dealt with Mario Saeed exactly. the way he did... Established him more because I knew I knew like Mars had had a break and I knew that was a tough fight uh, for you because I, I know exactly sort of the grinding style Miles has got. He's not he's not a pushover. Do you think that that sort of made your performance um, make people maybe appreciate your performance more with, with a fighter like Miles? Well, you know what? To be honest with you, this is where you know it's a subject that I've wanted to get into um, because I respect Miles as a fighter. This is the thing with me where where. Mark will make mistakes in the future, regardless of the end result of our com of, of of our fight. What he needs to understand is his underestimation of fighters is what's going to make him. He's going to make him lose his fights further down the line. I understand. I don't believe to, to ever underestimate any opponent. Yeah, you go in the cage and you fight. When you underestimate your opponent and they do something that you did not expect them to do, your head will go. Your mind will go. Then you start to lose your focus. Then you wits up. Then everything goes behind it. I respected Miles Price. The guy was on an eight and zero win, winning streak. He might have got complacent, and that's why he lost his fights after. Might have lost his mind. But Miles, the fight against me, he was on a comeback fight. That was his fight. He was not there to mess about. He had a full camp for it. And this is what I say: take nothing away from Miles, but don't forget, I come off the I come off the surgery bed. And I phoned Chris Zorba and I said to Zorba, Zorba, I want to fight ASAP. I've been off the surgery bed for two weeks. Zorba booked me in for the fight. I was doing rehab for eight weeks with Dave Green down at Stacey's gym. I was doing rehab on the niche. I was doing single leg squats. I was doing all types of rehab to try and build up the knee. I only had four weeks to train properly to start running. When Brendan got back from Thailand, we started running. I started wrestling and I started grappling for four weeks and I still won the fight. I dominated each and every round. Yeah, he might have had a, the odd um, submission attempt, but that's a fight. It's a fight. Come on. It shows the level of miles to be able to pull off them type of submission attempts. Do you understand? I was doing takedowns against the fence and I was landing into submissions. The guy's an experienced fighter. Now, 
if we go on to Mark's fight against Vernon, he was 0-0. He stepped in last minute to, to take my spot when I was supposed to fight Mark. Yeah? Mm. And he took Mark the distance. And Mark still had a tough time with him. So how can Mark say anything about my performance against Miles Price when I only had four weeks to train properly for it? Miles Price is an experienced pro fighter who's fought Norman Park, high-level fighters, Colin Freakshow. He's fought all these people. He's been in there. I went in. I dominated the first round. I dominated the second round. I controlled each and every round. The third round, I give, you know, I still say it was a 10-9 round to me, but Miles come back a bit strong at the end. Fair dues. It's a, it's a fight, but no one can take away from the fact that Miles Price went in against Saeed after me and finished him in the second round. That body shot, even though he grabbed onto his leg, Miles would have finished him off. That body shot dropped him, he was hurt. So it shows the caliber of fighter that I am to go in and dominate someone like Miles, who then goes on and stops his opponent in the second round after it. Um, you talked there about the physical journey you had to go through uh, yeah. to get ready for that fight, the uh, the, the 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 rehab and uh, and when you look at you, you're a, you're just such a uh, physical presence. Like it's, you you are built to do this. It's a scary thing watching you uh, um, get ready for a fight. But the, I've just heard you talk throughout this interview more about the mental side. Was it partly that? journey physically that you had to go through, where you had to be patient with your body to get it ready for a fight that yeah. brought in this mental side of the game or is this something new for this this camp in particular that you, you've added? You know what, you know what? I'm not saying this with arrogance because I'm not an arrogant person. I understand that in a fight anything can happen. That's one thing I'll always say. Yeah. You know, you know, Conor McGregor's outlook on fighting for me, yeah, I used to respect his confidence. I used to respect it but I didn't always agree with everything he said. For me, any, especially in MMA, anything can happen. And for me, my mental is always solid when I go into a cage. Because what happens in the cage is that I'm aware that anything can happen. So my thought process, I'm ready for anything to happen. Things can happen. I can get kicked in the head. I have to, I have to withstand it. I have to get my wits about me and I have to go forward. That's just how I fight. So the mental preparation for this fight has been the same as any other fight, it's you're going in there to win. You're going in there to fight hard. The fight with Miles Price was more of a physical preparation and dealing with combining the physical with the mental. If my physical is intact, then my mental's fine. If I've got an injury, a weakness in a certain area of my body, then you have to strengthen that for your mind to be in sync with it. This camp, I've had no injuries. I'm injury-free. I've been able to push through. So the mental is a minor. Um, that's just just a really strong stance as far as the mental game, and and you can certainly feel it in the way the way you talk. Uh, physically, though, with this one, with the hype, and also with it being uh, such a long time coming, this fight, mm -hmm. have you had to sort of hold back so you don't peak too early? Has somebody had to be? Uh, like like Uncle Tony or somebody watching to make sure that when you are peaking at exactly the right time and uh, I've seen both of you say you could have taken this fight and had this fight two, three weeks ago um, and you'd have been ready. But yeah. has that been something you've actually got to consciously yeah. be aware of? Uh, you know what it is? I've been, I'm, I'm around, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm around high-level fighters all the time, high-level coaches. I train, you know, I train with pro boxers. I wrestle with elite-level wrestlers. Um, I spar with high-level Thai boxers, and I'm around their coaches. I'm around my uncle Anthony, and what everyone does is we all—they all keep an eye on me to make sure when I'm peaking, to make sure that I don't overdo it. So when we do hit a peaking phase, we just simmer and tick over. So right now we're ticking over. We're as sharp as we're as fit as we're gonna get. All we're doing now is just making sure we're sharper and sharper and sharper. Your blade can never be too sharp. So all we're doing now is sharpening the tools that we've got that we know are going to work against Mark, the tools that are his weakness, because Mark has weaknesses. Every fighter has a weakness. And the difference sure. is the weaknesses or the areas of mistakes that I made in my last fight, we've covered them. We know there was mistakes made in my last fight. We've covered them. The areas of weakness in Mark's game of what we focused on. And to be honest with you, if everything else goes out the window, we're ready for a war. 
and that's what's happened. That's what's good. So we'll go with these weaknesses. We'll go with what we've picked up on. And at the end of the day, if all else fails, we go for a war. And then if he's ready to do that, we'll see what happens. Because I'll tell you something now, he's not fighting Jefferson George. <laughs> he can't wrestle me like he wrestled Jefferson George. He can't wrestle me like he wrestled Jack McGann. He can't do that. I can strike a spar with pro-level boxers who are the same height as Mark and punch better than Mark. I spar with, with Panacos Youssef. He's, a world title. He's fighting for world titles. He's a world champ. I spar with him. Mark cannot kick and punch like him. I wrestle with Iranian wrestlers. I wrestle at the Y Club. These wrestlers are at a higher level than anyone that Mark has wrestled with because we've got the best wrestling club in this part of the country. I've wrestled with people that Mark have wrestled with and they've told me about Mark's style. I'm not even asked. They've told me. Yeah? We've got high-level jiu-jitsu fighters. We've got it all. So don't... What he has to understand is he said something about Brendan's his only training partner. That's his, that's his own mistake for thinking that. Because I mix it and we don't, we don't stick in one particular area we bring we go to all the different different disciplines and then we bring it back to the gym and we amalgamate it into the MMA form and that's when we come forward with that uh, well you just got me even more hyped as how God knows how you're going to sleep after this mate because uh, I feel like going for a run right now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get to sleep. I'm so excited for this fight. It's easily, I think, the most anticipated one. Um, uh, it's been shown, just the reaction on Twitter and the way the fans are following it. Mm. Really, I'm looking forward to seeing you getting in there. I'm, I'm going to be there, so I'll, uh, I'll look forward to seeing you over the weekend as well. Before I do let you go and get some yep. Z's, mate, um, I've got a quick question. It's nope. away from MMA. Um, it's fashion-based. You need to help me out with my fashion because you, okay. uh, you do a few... You do. I, I know because I watch your Instagram, and you've got a few photos where you stood in front of eighty-four different cars each time yeah. um, in like a full tracksuit. Now, when I wear a full tracksuit, mate, I either look like I own a caravan, or or I look like I should be banned from the kiddie play area in the Trafford Centre. So, um, how how do you rock a full tracksuit and still keep it looking good like that? The, the main thing is when you rock in a tracksuit, everything has to sit so. You know, you have to make sure you get the sizing right. So everything's about the fit. You have to look at fit. I like fitted garments. Main thing I do is keep myself in. Keep, the main the main thing I do is keep myself in in shape. Um, that's the main thing. First is your diet. Your diet has to be bang on. Your train has to be bang on. Then when you're picking an outfit, you have to make sure that the fit of the legs correct, and the fit of the top sits into the fit of the leg. And the trainers. You have to make sure the trainers are matching the outfit. So you put something subtle in. If you're wearing an all-black um, tracksuit, you could have a black and white cap on. If you've got a black and white cap on, that means you can put either black and white trainers on. So little subtle adjustments here will make the outfit fit. What, what if you've only got like a purple Slazinger tracksuit, mate? What can I do with that? If you've only got a purple <laughs> Slazinger tracksuit, right, the best thing you need to do is contact Kane and get me to send you one of my tracksuits. I'll <laughs> Yeah, that's your little, I love it. People think I'm joking, but I'm staring at the purple size in your tracksuit top Don't right now. Stare so, at it, mate. Do you know what you need to do? Contact <laughs> me, let me give me an address, and I'll send you a tracksuit through. Yeah. <laughs> and I will take a picture. Like, you, you stand outside of a, uh, a Mercedes, or you're in front of a BMW or a nice Audi. Um, I'll be rocking it in front of a Hyundai i30, mate. How's that? You sound? know what, mate? Whatever. <laughs> It's irrelevant as long as as long as the image sits right. It's irrelevant, yeah. There we go, my man. Look, it's great talking to you again, Kane. I'm going to let you get off. I really appreciate the time. I know we're only 12 days out. Uh, let people know where they can follow you and see all this tracksuit madness as well, mate. Yeah, well, you can obviously follow me on Kane M14 on Instagram. It's Kane Moose on Facebook, and it's Kane 86 Moose on Twitter. Get at me. Hit up your boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it on that note. Sweet dreams, baby. Dream of me, all right? See you later, mate. See you soon, all right? Bye. So there we have Kane Musa. Um, 
looks like he's ready, sounds like he's ready, um, but there's one person who might argue differently, uh, and we've got him on the podcast as well. So let's welcome to the podcast the one, the only, Bama's Lonsdale lightweight champion, the bone crusher, Mark Diacasey. So here we are once again. It's me, Brian Lacey, back with the Wocast, and uh, I'm joined by joined by the Bone Crusher himself, Mark Diacasey. How are you, fella? I'm good. I'm good. Are you? I'm doing very well. All the better for speaking to you, my friend. Uh, you've just finished training. That's right, isn't it? What have you been up to this morning? Yeah, I've been just obviously I've been practicing some stuff now, uh, doing some drills and stuff, and then that's it. Ready, preparing for next week. How exciting, man. We are 11 days away from what I think is the, the most anticipated fight on this card uh, for all sorts of reasons. Um, I mean, what's what's this? This I mean, Well, first of all, it's been a hell of a journey watching you uh, uh, and the build-up to this fight ages ago when it was first signed before before this Bama 25 one. Um, you didn't seem like you were that keen on the fight. Kane seemed to be getting under your skin a little bit. Uh, then he was chasing you when you were fighting out in Dublin. Um, and then it came around to being signed, and for some reason, it feels like you're suddenly enjoying yourself, mate. It's a uh, uh, you're having a bit of fun with this, aren't you? Yeah, because obviously I didn't think I didn't feel like the fight was worth me having because it's not my level. Now, obviously, I've signed papers, I've got other deals behind it. Now I'm happy to just uh, it's time to enjoy myself and just finish it, finish him off. <laughs> and uh, it's been uh, it's also been a beautiful journey watching you evolve uh, as a personality mate I've got to say that because uh, if, I don't know if you remember our first interview was just over a year ago I hit you up to uh, to interview you and you were very nervous you said I don't do interviews I uh, what questions are you going to ask me um, and now you just seem to be rolling with the punches you seem to be embracing this side of it are you enjoying this more now? <laughs> yeah yeah I'm just no no I'm just being me now Instead of trying to pretend to be somebody else and just be me, so I think that's made it a lot easier. Um, well, this is uh, it's, it's, it's great having you. I'll be honest; it's uh, it's good fun watching it unfold on Twitter and all that sort of stuff as well. So let's talk. Let's talk about the fight. Let's see. We're eleven days out. Um, it started off. A lot of people said it's it's sort of a personal um, a vendetta you got between each other, a bit of bad blood. But for me, it feels like you just really want to go and show. The level you're at. You've talked about this before. The the skills that you didn't really get to show against Al Haraja, an amazing knockout. But you were uh, you had developed from that point, and now it feels like you want to get in there and uh, and show everybody what, what what you've got while the eyes are on you. Yeah, I, I do. I do feel like I uh, I want to go out there and show my skills. It's not personal or anything to me. Just enjoy, I'm just having fun. But I don't feel like it's gonna be the same same result again. I don't think he, he has what it takes to beat me so I feel I do feel like it's exactly the same uh, first rounder so I don't really I don't I don't think I'll have a chance to show, to show my game you think this is going to be a quick first round finish yet again yeah I do it makes too many too many mistakes for a professional he's finally a championship level you can't make that many mistakes which I'm going to expose so yeah uh, yeah, and you've had your eye on his mistakes. Cause I saw you tweet out. Uh, you'd obviously watched his last fight, um, uh, the Miles Price one. You've counted 15 mistakes in 15 minutes. There, mate, is that uh, is that one of the reasons why you just think uh, if you can capitalise on just one of those, then it's game over? That's only what that's the, the many of can count on, boys. There's a lot more. I, I watch no, <laughs> Did you I run watch, out of fingers, mate, or something? Yeah, what was that's, it? that's only many accounted fifteen in fifteen minutes. It made too many mistakes for like for a professional level to fight like that. You've got to think about something else. And then I've watched his over fights. I've I've watched him. I I, I got to like obviously study him. So I've watched his over fights. And every fight makes mistakes. So I don't really I don't really know what, what sort of training he's doing, but he's not going to last with me. Uh, and what sort of mistakes are you looking at? Is it is it his overall game or has he got one hole? You'd have to tell me if it's one particular I can't tell you, but hole. I will expose that next week. You will see the sort of mistakes he makes. As long as he makes that, I will finish. Um, I, I talked to Kane yesterday. I talked to him and uh, asked him about his preparation and how he saw the matchup. And um, from his point of view, he was yeah. saying that the training he's got, he said he's wrestled with people that have wrestled with you and they, they reckon they've got that that sorted on you. He's boxing with better boxers than you box with. Um, I mean, this is... Uh, 
this is all standard stuff from each fight camp. You will usually hear this sort of stuff. Um, but, but, but do you believe that? Do you believe that the, the, the training's on the same level as what you're getting over at ASW? You can think that. People that I'm training with, he's refused to have a fight with. It's the people I'm wrestling with. I'm wrestling with Iranians, with proper wrestlers, not some back, backyard wrestlers. And I will expose that. Come next week, you will see. Uh, you've also said it's not not just a case of uh, of showing your skills, but but now because it's been going on so long and the, and these uh, being back and forth, making comments uh, as well as you have back and forth to him, yeah. um, that you're looking to not just beat him but actually hurt him when you get in there. Is that has it changed from being uh, just a competition into into more of a uh, uh, a fight where you really want to show him uh, exactly no, what I, you've got and a difference? I, I don't feel he has a big mouth. He talks the fight that he can't handle, and he's still talking so. I just want to like, shut him up, but I want to put him out for a bit, you know, like a little punishment for him. Put him out of there, put him out there. I listened in coaches for like at least six months or something. And put him out of there for, so that's what I'm looking to do. It's not, it, won't, it won't be just a fight. I want to proper hurt him. Uh, I just, want, I just it... want to show him that he's not on that level yet. Uh, he he said that uh, after the fight, no matter uh, well, he thinks he's going to win the fight. He said he'll be uh, he'll he'll reach over to shake your hand at the end of it. Will you be doing the same? With once it's done, it's done. Is that is that how it's going to be? I will shake him. I will shake his hand after, but I do feel that's his weakness right now. He's 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 himself. He knows he's not going to win. He's he's trying. Deep down, he knows it. No matter why he say deep down, he knows he's not going to win. He can say why he wants, he's not going to win. He knows that. So. Yeah, I wish I could land after, because I know I'm going to win, no problem. Um, and what about, because uh, this, this is the other funny evolution of this fight. To start with, he was chasing you on Twitter, trying to get uh, you to respond. Then the fight finally got signed, and then it, fe- it feels like you've taken over the Twitter now. It feels like you're chasing him, and, uh, and uh, until yesterday, where there was a little bit of back and forth... Um, between you, it felt like uh, he disappeared, and and you were doing a lot of the the, the, the chasing. Is that did you think, think that was weird, or or was that what you expected once the fight was? No, signed? like I said once again, he's, he's even a pussy. He's shitting himself. He tries to talk and then shuts up again. He knows what's going to happen to him. So he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to talk too much because he knows what's coming. He's, he's doubting himself. He's thinking, oh, I might win, so I shouldn't talk too much in case I win and look good. But he's not going to win. He knows that. I'm talking to him because I'm 100% sure I will beat him. With that many mistakes he makes, like every time you're praying, he just doesn't pull out. Because I know like two weeks away, so I'm hoping he does not pull out to the next week so I can just finish him off quickly. Uh, is that a genuine thought on your mind? Are you thinking that there's a, there's a potential that maybe there'll be an injury or that he won't want to take the fight, that he, he could pull out and find, find a reason to come out of this fight before you actually get to settle it in the cage in, in, in 11 days? Well, I've done it before, so I'm just praying this time it doesn't. Uh, does that mean you're scared of your phone every time a text message goes off? Are you looking down thinking, please don't be uh, heavy <laughs> duty, please? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm just hoping it doesn't not pull out because obviously it's been talking for a while now. So I'm just I'm just waiting for him just to come in there and shut him up and then I can rest in peace basically, just relax. No, no, no more cane is there. Um, you've got. Uh, I saw on Twitter you said you're seeing him today as well. That's this must be for some media stuff. Um, how do, uh, have you been pre-warned to sort of keep it cool? Is there a, uh, is there going to be a bulletproof glass between you two so you can't get your hands on each other? I'll say that again. Is it? I saw on Twitter yesterday that you put that you're going to see each other today, which I'm guessing is for some sort of media. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obligation. So, uh, have you been had a little talk from uh, from either Bama or Heavy Duty, your managers, just to say, um, make sure you keep your cool, save it for in eleven days' time. No, I, I, I'm a professional. I'll keep my cool. But I know it, it probably might be a little some groupy mates, gangsters wanna be. But I'll be there. I'll show my face. I won't be scared of none of them. I'll make sure I'm there. So it's nothing personal for me. I'm just gonna just be there as a professional, do my job. 
Uh, and let's talk a bit about the training, because what I've got to say, mate, is I found myself uh, following you. I follow you on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, yeah. pretty much everything, mate. I, I, I stalk you, uh, let's be honest. And um, I found myself staring perhaps too long at one yeah. of the pictures of you uh, uh, flexing your muscles with a ridiculous six-pack. And this was about a week ago. And I realised yeah. I was staring at it for about 15 seconds. And I thought, I've got to move that picture on because this is causing feelings a man should not be feeling right now. Um, but you're in ridiculous shape, mate. Is this is uh, forget the cliches? Is this uh, is this the, the, the sort of the best shape you've been in and preparation you've had for a fight? Uh, I won't, I won't like because I'm, I'm always I'm always prepared for the fights. I don't take any fight lightly, so I'm, I always make sure I'm prepared well. But I do feel this is the best preparation I've done as I've done like I've got proper diet. Everything is is gone like going how I want it to be. So yeah, I do feel this is the the right camp that I've done to beat him. Spectacularly. Um, I, I also have uh, I've bumped into uh, Darren Morris, Scott Asker, Mike Wilkinson at the UFC press there a little while ago. And while I was talking to them, I, I asked the question, how are you looking? And pretty much all of them gave me this like like wry smile. They weren't giving anything away, but there was they could have said that that smile said a thousand words. Uh, it looks like they're very happy with where you're at as well. Is, is your coach, Darren Morris, uh, as excited as you for, to get this fight on? Well, I said, like, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. Sorry, mate. Don't worry. I said, um, I bumped into uh, your trainer, Darren Morris. I've, I've seen Scott Askham and Mike Wilkinson, your training yeah. partners as well. Um, yeah. And I asked them how you're doing, how you're looking in the gym. And they all gave sort of like a little wry smile. Just uh, they weren't giving anything away, but it was as if they knew something that the rest of the world didn't. Um, uh, they seem as excited for you. Is, da is Darren extremely happy with where you're at for this, for this fight? Yeah, yeah, he's extremely happy. I, I know for like he's always teaching the right stuff and I'm like a sponge when you put water in it I learn stuff very quick uh, so he's very happy yeah uh, and uh, also I mean this this fight is getting a lot more heat than the other lightweight championship fight that's uh, on the card for the world title the uh, the Stapleton Lapilus uh, yeah. one were you were you slightly miffed or disappointed that that you didn't get that shout uh, when Lapilus came in on short notice beat somebody that you've also beaten and now is fighting for the world title ahead of you well you just said it yourself there uh, as far as I know I'm number one in Europe right now I, I know that's why it's not getting much hype because I've got a long day title I'm getting much hype because Obviously, everybody wants to beat me, so I'm the number one, so they're going to come for me. Obviously, he's got a world title, but he knows it. I think I wanted to fight him, but I meant he's supposed to be injured, but for some reason, he's fighting the same card as me. But I'm just there. As far as I know, I'm number one. After this, I've heard him talking about me a few times, so after this, I'm coming for that world title as well. And would that mean you'd try and hold both belts? Will Bama let you do that? You'd be looking to be a two-belt champion in Bama. Would that be the aim? Well... I'm the only person who's defended lost their title twice. This is my second title defence. So I do feel like I have the right to fight for the both, ti both titles. Um, and uh, as far as sort of that fight going, who do you think will take that between Stapleton and Lapilus? Uh, do you know much about Lapilus? You know, I don't, I don't really, I've not really watched much, uh, much of uh, Stapleton or Lapilus. But after last fight, last fight, uh, Lapilus' last fight, I don't, I don't feel like he could take it away from him. Really? Stapleton's average. Really? Stapleton's yeah, average. average. Yeah. Um, obviously, his gym's not too far from yours. Do you know much of him? Have you trained with people that have trained with him? No, well, I know he went to Bellator and lost his whole fight, his, all of his fights, so I call him average because I'm not fine at that level. Uh, and let's talk about that level because the hype around you has been insane over the last six, eight months. That knockout from Salharaja uh, went all over the, went global, was in all sorts of uh, major media sites. Uh, uh, fighters only have been doing pieces on you. Lots of people are putting a uh, uh, a big stamp on the potential you've got to go uh, all the way, mate. And um, th does that come with pressure? Do you sort of embrace that, or uh, or does it take your mind off what you should be doing, or? Is it a case of um, you just ignore it and get on with your day-to-day -day, uh, uh, stuff? I don't. I don't think of anything like that. Like it, I don't think you, you follow my career all the way through. But since amateur, I've never lost a fight. In amateur, I have three, three uh, amateur titles. And uh, pro, I was nine and zero amateur. I've come from eight and zero. So I don't really feel any pressure. I just fight. That's what I'm good at. I just fight. So 
I don't see pressure for like, oh, I've been titled or anything. I just go and fight, and I know I'm going to win because that's what I'm made to do. I fight. And where's that come from, mate? Where's that 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 fighting spirit come from? What's what is it inside you that's uh, that's built this machine that's just uh, that's just taking heads as he goes? Before I tried to be polite with people, and I felt like I weren't getting the respect that I deserved, even though I was winning my fights. So now I just feel like I don't care anymore. I'll just go out there and fight. So that, I think that's where my confidence comes from. I'll just go out there and basically and fight because I know I'm going to win. Most of the fighters don't put the work that I put in in the gym. I train my ass off so I know what, what I deserve to, to get from out of this. So I'll just get out there and fight and win fights. And you've uh, you've just re-signed with Bama. You, is that a multi-fight deal or is it a, is it a rolling contract? Cause, yes, uh, it is, yeah. Uh, I'm, is it a rolling contract or multi-fight? No, multi-fight deal, yeah. So it will be a case of you're looking to uh, uh, really make your mark here, take these two belts, uh, and uh, and then decide what's next for you. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, how is it been where you are now? Because it must be exciting to have all this hype. All these people behind you, all the uh, uh, like, all the eyes on this fight coming up as well. Uh, do you have to pinch yourself sometimes that you you are where you are? I don't know. I never think it's weird with me. As well. I don't think like that. I just think I've got a win fight. I don't think, oh, look at me where I'm at now. I, I don't see anything like that because I, I don't see my bank, my bank, my bank account filling up yet. So unless I start getting loads of money on it, and then I'll say, yeah, I've got I'm some I'm getting, I'm getting somewhere. But for now, I just feel I've got a lot of work to do. Um, if you if you've still got a lot of work to do, that is a scary prospect, mate. Because I've 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 been working quite hard this year at the gym, and <laughs> my abs are about eight years away from yours. I'm going to be honest. I, actually, they're probably about eight sets of evolution away from yours. Um, uh, will this be the weight class you'll look to stay in? Do you think? Because obviously you're a young man. Um, is this is this where your home is? Do you think, or do you think you'll have to move up a weight as as you get a bit older? No, I, I do feel about uh, the right weight class at the moment. I've not thought about changing weight classes yet because I do feel this is the, the strongest category, man. It's where I feel stronger. Most of the fighters get tired and I keep going. So I'll stay here for a while. And what will this last 11 days entail for you? What's the, uh, what's, what's, how do you wind down and get ready for this, uh, uh, for this competition on, on, on May the 14th in Birmingham? What's, what are these last few days going to entail? Well, last few days is like getting ready for peaking and then obviously drilling stuff I've been working on and putting putting in practice, you know, round of sparring and stuff. And that's it. Get ready. Well, I do I do feel I could fight tomorrow. I could fight today. I feel ready. I'm just just working stuff that I've been working on, repeating it so it's there ready for next week. And have you had to be careful as well with with that? Because uh, I've seen you say you're ready for this fight for, for, on Twitter and uh, uh, and Facebook. You, you, that you could have done it ten days ago, two weeks, a month ago. You could have stepped in there. Uh, do you have to be careful watching what you're doing so you don't peak too early? As as Darren had to keep a real eye no, on that to hold no, you back. No, that's that's not the case. The reason I'm saying that because Kane, I don't even need a camp to fight him. He's not in my level. That's the reason I'm saying that I could fight him tomorrow because I do not need a camp to fight Kane. He's weak. He's, he's terrible. I'll use my technique to beat him with. I don't use not strength, nothing. No camp and you would still walk into this fight quite happily, yeah? And beat him, yes, happily. <laughs> Mate, do you know what? It's been uh, a crazy thing watching how you've transformed... Not just physically, but uh, just mentally, with with uh, with what's come with being a champion uh, and with this belt, it's been it's been amazing to watch. To be honest, um, you even made a comment. Uh, I think it was back in February on Twitter when you were looking at what you how you embody a champion and how Kane would, and you you said that he wouldn't his image wouldn't fit uh, being a champion. It'd be a bad image for the sport if he was to take the belt. Yeah, and I don't think he knows what it takes to be a champion. I, I'm sorry, right? I know I'm a man of people that are calling me out. And I know how much work you've got to put in to keep the belt. So I'm just happy for him to keep coming at me and then me putting the work. I feel I, I kind of like it. I like the pressure. I like them talking, calling my name out. It makes me like, like stay motivated instead of gym. So I don't think he's, he's got that type of work ethic to be at a gym all the time. Because I think he hasn't, he hasn't got nothing good. He, he, he kind of hides hide behind his friends. Uh, his friends are doing good and he's doing nothing good. So this is the only thing that he can hide behind saying, oh, I do something. It's only he can call himself cage fighter. So he hasn't really got anything. I do feel this is the only thing he can say, oh, 
I've got something which he ain't. You know. Um, he's talking about uh, being with his friends. One of the people that he's brought in for this camp and he's sparred with, he was talking about uh, quite a lot, was Jack McGann. Um, now, you've you've obviously fought him and you beat him earlier in your career to take this title. Uh, does things like that bother you? Do you think that that's a, uh, uh, that's a good move by him or is, is is he looking down the wrong street for, uh, for, for ways to beat you? Well, you said yourself, I've beaten him. I mean, I've beaten him. So, good luck on him. Good luck to him because you know that ain't gonna happen. Like, cause I'm the same thing to him because I've already beaten the guy who's training with. So, what better does it make it? Don't make it. Doesn't make him any good. And <laughs> I, hope, I hope his spine went well anyway. <laughs> Do you know what? I can, I can feel your smile down this way. You sound so so chilled and ready and excited for this fight. Um, I'm going to be there in Birmingham on the 13th and 14th. I cannot yeah. wait for this one, my friend. It is a uh, uh, hotly anticipated and quite rightly so. So excited to see how, how this goes. Um, any any last words before I let you disappear? Anything you want to say to the fans? Uh, why they should tune into this fight? Yeah, uh, just make sure to just tune in and watch your life. Watch K get beat up. Uh, watch him obviously get beat up. He's from uh, obviously live teller. And uh, obviously, that, that's if he turns up, you see. But we'll see after that. I could beat him and go just go quiet. I'm, I'm sure after this will disappear anyway, so it won't be a problem. Well, man, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let people know what your Twitter is as well so they can follow you and check out those abs for themselves, my friend. Uh, my Twitter <laughs> uh, is uh, Mark, Mark C underscore the KC. And it's all, the rest is the same. Twitter, Instagram, awesome. all the same. Awesome, my friend. Well, look, I, I'll let you go because you've got a busy afternoon. Uh, one that involves Kane as well, so I look forward to seeing what the twi Twitter looks like later. So, uh, um, big appreciation for coming on. I really do. Uh, the time you've taken is, is is wonderful. I do appreciate you in the middle of camp. Uh, all the best for the rest of it, and I'll see you in eleven days, buddy. All right. No problem. Thank you very much. So that was Mark Diacasey. Thank you, Mark, for uh, for joining me on the podcast and getting me even more hyped for this fight. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine if he mystic max it, if he does predict that he can finish him in one round and actually happens? Oh, my God. Um, the, the problem with fights like this is because it's been hyped so much, will it live up to it? Are we going to see the war that we all want to see? Uh, are we going to see a really hotly competitive competitive fight or um, will one of them run away from it or will it be a grinding battle it's just the not knowing oh my god 10 days time I shouldn't wish my life away but I just want to get there I want to get there with this this fight intact uh, the main card intact because what a card it is for, for Bama 25 oh, and if you can go just make that trip it will be worth it I promise you the, the last I think the last card Bama had uh, there was 12 finishes the one before that something about the same um, really good quality Quality matchups and some outstanding fights and fighters. So, uh, uh, and let me know if you do go. It'd be great to meet up with some of the Wocast listeners. Tweet me. Let me know you're there. Uh, we'll watch a fight together and uh, and we'll talk MMA. That's what we're here to do. So, um, uh, let me know if you do make it to Birmingham on May the 14th. Uh, so, big thanks to both Kane Musa and Mark Diacasey for coming on the podcast. Uh, also, thank you once again and check them out at Physiques 101. Uh, Darren Dean sorted me out. Two kilograms gone in a week 2k in a week that is right and i am eating seven meals a day uh, that is crazy and also time for nutrition time the number four nutrition check them out uh, amazing supplements uh, delicious as well so uh, uh go and have a little look at what they've got on offer if you're into that sort of thing um what else have i got to say well yeah firstly thank you for listening do check out the feed for the ACB League out in Georgia. An unbelievable card, some great fighters on there. Um, and a reasonable time to watch MMA Friday. That's right, Friday afternoon. I think it's about 3 or 4 o'clock it kicks off. I will tweet it out. I will let you know exactly what the deal is, where the link is, where you can watch it, and where you can listen to this voice um, sat cage side with the marvellous Luke Barnett. Um, the big soul himself and uh, uh, enjoying those wonderful fights for the ACB League. So that is it for me. Uh, we have got UFC Rotterdam this week as well. Uh, we will talk all about that. How will it unfold? Orlovsky 
versus Overeem. A training partner versus training partner and they've not even changed camps. What a crazy, uh, what a crazy situation that is. But it seems to be handled, seems to have been handled uh, with, without much fuss or, uh, or or any panic from from the, the, the Jackson Winklejohn camp. Uh, so looking forward to that. Also, best of luck to Neil Siri taking on Horiguchi. Uh, Horiguchi not fought since he lost to uh, Demetrius Johnson at 4 minutes 59 seconds of the fifth round. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what Neil Siri brings. And uh, uh, yet again, he'll give him a tough fight. I, I Come on, the Irish. Come on, Neil Siri. Uh, big fan of his. Just love... Uh, love to watch him fight and love what he's about. So uh, UFC Rotterdam this week weekend. Before that, the ACB League. And then on Sunday, I shall be sleeping for a very long time. I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for following. And we will see you next time. <laughs>